Now, the actual shoot of the movie Bear Kittens was loads of fun. If you still haven't watched it yet, go to Amazon Prime, watch it and review it. Please! Um, it was exhausting to make this one. Really exhausting, but a lot of fun. So we were mainly, like, we shot the, um, the flashbacks first for that uh, each character had one uh, short flashback, couple of minutes. Uh, we always took one day to shoot one flashback. We went to a location, had this one character, um, sometimes one or, um, yeah, sometimes one other actor who played another uh, character in this particular main character's past. Um, and uh, so, so shooting those was kind of relaxed. We were working our way towards the really intense part of the shoot, which was shooting the main story in the forest. Um, and when we were in the forest, the whole cast was together. Um, and that meant that there were always around 10 young women who knew each other kind of well uh, and they would be really happy all the time and have lots of fun, which tends to get very loud between the takes. Uh, before this, we uh, shot Leon Must Die, um, and on that set there were mainly young men, and Nissan, I think Nissan was mostly the, 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 the only woman on the set at all, and she always said, it's kind of exhausting to make a movie exclusively with boys, and then when we made Back Hit, she said, well, I take that back, it's more exhausting to um, make a movie exclusively with girls. Uh, so yeah, that was <laughs> that that was quite something. But it was, as I said, a lot of fun, and everyone was very uh, dedicated, and it was great. Um, when we shot the flashbacks, there was one flashback that didn't work out the first time. Um, the night before we were going to shoot this, uh, the other actor. So it's the flashback that. Um, that the character Sophia is is in, so the uh, the flashback that um, yeah where where she's a she's she's a model going to an amateur model shoot and the photographer is kind of creepy, um, and the guy who was uh, supposed to play the photographer, he said he did not have any time after all, and he said this the night before we were supposed to shoot the scene we could not postpone it for a bunch of reasons. Uh, so we asked around if anyone could just play that creepy photographer, and nobody could. Um, I was thinking of playing myself, but Nissan said, "Don't do that. You need to be behind the camera. Plus, um, you can't you can't put yourself in there and play a creep that will come across sort of creepy." Um, and then I agreed. Um, yeah, and, and, and we were looking for an actor to do it. We did not find an actor on such short notice. Whom we find was uh, the roommate of one of the other actresses. Now, this roommate, it was so nice of him to do it, but he wasn't an actor. And uh, the monologue delivered by that creepy photographer is sort of um, complicated, even for an actor, and a non-actor just could not 
do it. Uh, he tried his best. He soldiered through. We had an exhausting uh, day trying to shoot this thing. And I think it was uh, for no one was it more exhausting than for him. But it didn't really work. And the scene uh, was a weak point in the film for a very, very long time. Um, actually, the, the, the actor who was supposed to play the part and who had said to us that suddenly he did not have the time to play the part. He was there that day uh, and that time to watch. I'm serious. I'm serious. His girlfriend uh, was there to be photographed for, um, for, for the wall in that scene. In that scene, the wall was supposed to be covered by creepy pictures and, and his girlfriend was going to be one of the models in one of those pictures. And he accompanied his girlfriend to our set at that specific time uh, when he was set to shoot the scene and uh, watched his girlfriend's photo shoot that, that Nissan, um, Nissan conducted the photo shoot. She, she uh, photographed everyone. Um, and for that, he was there. And he was watching that, like right outside while we shot the scene inside. That was, uh, I was angry. But OK, that dude's not going to get any more parts in films by me, dickhead. Uh, we reshot that scene later with a fantastic actor. Um, and it's great now. We shot the main part of this film, as I have said before, in a forest park thingy in Hamburg, close to the airport. Annoying decision. Um, we had our base, like if you if you go right into that forest, you sort of leave the, the tracks. Um, then at some point you encounter, yeah, I, I, I don't know, it's a, it's a little area, there's a little hut in there. You see it uh, in the movie. Um, that's where the bear kittens set up their camp. That was where our base was every day. And every day, a new group of reefers would come and say, this is ours, we set this up. And, uh, but, but they were all very tolerant, as reefers are, um, and sit around and uh, watch us work while smoking joints. Uh, but uh, every day, and, and new people every day. So. Uh, either a very large group of people did this all together or they were all lying. Whatever. They didn't really make any trouble. Um, we had tons of bad luck during this shoot. Like The weather was out of control. Um, the, the, the planes, as I said, were annoying. We had to postpone many scenes. Uh, one day, uh, the camera even refused to work, and, and Nissan had to go and get another one <laughs> for the rest of the day. And um, yeah, uh, lots of scenes got postponed until the very last day. Um, the last day was three days, basically, with lots of group scenes. Never underestimate a group uh, dialogue scene. Sometimes uh, I tend to think, well, they're all just sitting around and talking, so there's not much to do here. There's 
a lot to do there. So many fucking setups. The more characters you have in a scene, the more exhausting and annoying it gets because the scene doesn't get more interesting with every setup. Like if you have a, let's say, two-page dialogue scene with uh, two characters, you go through that scene, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 times. If you have a two-page dialogue scene with 10 characters, you go through that scene. Uh, uh, often, very often, it's um, no fun. So yeah, the last day was uh, three days, um, but everyone powered through, knew their lines, was at the top of their game. It was fantastic, and it would have been impossible. It should have been impossible. What? But we made it, and it was all thanks to that fantastic cast. Um, so thank you all a lot again. Now I will go on a little sidetrack because I want to talk about cooking for the no budget set. Uh, I, I was actually often joking about maybe writing a cookbook in this direction because um, I think it started with um, yeah Leon Must Die or Backitens. I, I think Backitens was was the the point where it definitely took off that I would um, I would cook for the catering because you need catering on a no budget set but you have no budget on a no budget set so um, you sort of have to uh, cook um, <laughs> so uh, usually that will involve pasta noodles um, in my case, uh, the catering is always vegan because you always have vegans and vegetarians on set and you do not want to cook several meals, especially not if you have to carry all the equipment and all the props and all the costumes and then the catering too. And I don't have a car and Nissan doesn't have a car either. We don't even have driver's licenses. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we have to carry all of that stuff with our hands, and it's terrible. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to carry two meals every day. So it's just vegan food for everyone. So far, nobody has ever complained or even really acknowledged it. Nobody has said, "Well, this this tastes very vegan." Um, veggies are cheap. That's another argument for vegan catering. So buy lots and lots of veggies. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm actually by now kind of known for um, uh, rice mush with veggies. It's always spicy, a lot of lots of rice and lots of vegetables, and it's amazing. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I cook privately all the time, too. I might not be the best chef, but yeah. Uh, rice and vegetables and lots of spices. Always works, always makes the people happy. Uh, it's kind of difficult to uh, keep it fresh every day because you don't want them to notice that you're basically cooking the same thing every day. So sometimes, you know, shake it up. Make the occasional uh, noodle salad. Um, oh, always have, have coffee. Um, and people love small sugary snacks, so have those, have chocolates and stuff. 
sandwiches. Sandwiches are easy to make and quite awesome to have on set, as well as bread rolls. But sandwiches, I think, are better. Um, yeah, and then and then it's it, it's a it's an additional creative task to come up with something new every day, something that can be enjoyed cold, but because usually on a no-budget set you have no way of heating the food. But if you do have a way of heating the food, then uh, use that day and make soup on that day. Or, I don't know, something else that's uh, not nice when enjoyed uh, cold. Um, yeah, lots of lots of possible recipes. Soup, uh, make potatoes instead of rice. Potatoes with vegetables, rice with vegetables, noodles with vegetables. Um, always spicy. Then uh, I don't know. Baked potatoes I made one day. As I said, uh, when you have when you have access to to uh, a possibility to heat the food, maybe a soup uh, shakes up things nicely, and then yeah. People will be happy, people will appreciate it. Um, even if it's no perfect catering, you having it made by yourself, having, you having made it by yourself will, uh, will make them appreciative. Plus, uh, making the catering is a part of the evening during those intense shoots. That kind of relaxes me, like it's a, it's a task that um, I can do on my own, nobody asks me stuff all the time, and uh, I can listen to a podcast and do something mindless. And it's um, it's actually nice to do. By now, I like it. Um, yeah, a car would be nice. As I said, uh, carrying all that shit every day is is terrible. Uh, we carried it uh, to our set in the forest by subway, and we just looked like a bunch of hobos. Uh, we had we had so much stuff with us. Then the airplanes, that was annoying. Yeah, no budget film shoots are exhausting. You won't sleep a lot um, or at all. Uh, you will carry lots of stuff. It will be physically exhausting. You kind of you kind of need to be in okay physical shape to even tempt it because you have to carry so much stuff and you you will never sit down during a day on a no budget set because you you have you have basically no time for anything everybody will ask you stuff so um while i was making the catering for everyone i never had the time to eat anything because there was not a second in this day where i could could take a break because while uh, while most people were eating, I would be uh, going through the next couple of setups with the DOP. While the DOP was eating, I would be rehearsing the scenes with the actors. Um, that was uh, yeah. That it, it's intense. It, it's always like that. It's um, like shooting a no-budget feature. Usually is three weeks of hell for me, and I fucking love it. Um, I have sworn not to stupidly get into the next project uh, that I have to finance myself. Uh, I have sworn to wait until a producer comes along and buys a script and a proper budget is is uh, available. But I'm itching to 
go and do it. I'm writing an uh, adaptation of the music of Erich Zahn right now. That's a Lovecraft story. It's set on a on a, on a, on a northern German island. Um, and also I'm uh, working on several extreme horrors with a few actors. The idea is to sort of merge like high art with uh, a, a bit of exploitation. Um, some of these are absurd uh, with political overtones, uh, dreamlike um uh yeah and uh I, i i try to shove lots of violence in there to make it marketable um and uh yeah two to three actors and one location so it's easy to produce and you don't need a lot of money does anybody want to found um fund not found does anybody want to fund those films Does that description sound interesting to you? And you do you wanna do you wanna give some money for that? Then then please contact me because I need to get back on a set. I I really really miss it. Um, talking about the film shoot of Beckett and made me miss it even more. But whatever. You now go to Amazon Prime and watch Bare Kittens. Watch what we've done. Watch what I have carried all that stuff for every day. Watch, uh, watch us in the forest. Watch us deal with all those challenges fed by that homemade catering. I don't know. Watch it and write a review, please. Right, next episode is the last episode and it's going to involve the... Uh, I, I'd, I'd call it happy ending of uh, the journey that I've had with this movie. So um, stay tuned and uh, if you've listened this far, then just listen to the n next one as well. It's the last one and then we're done with it. Bye!